that's right. I did not see that Lakitu. Because we're not playing Mario. Yeah, we're not playing some video game here. Yeah, we're here to record a podcast. It's called, darn it, American Brews and Tunes. Yeah! Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Zip Zow, that's right, we're back for another fun one-off episode of American Brews and Tunes. Zip Zap what how? Yeah, it's time to start rapping, yo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is Christmas already? No, not rapping with rapping oh, paper. Oh, 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 I mean oh, oh, rapping oh. with straight lyrics. Rapping with straight lyrics up in the hizzy. Yeah, like what the wordsmiths do. Oh, yes. Um, we are not wordsmiths. No, we're in not terms Kevin of... Smiths either. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, funny. We're just uh, anyway two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> Is that from uh, Borat? I said no. Like Steve Martin, way back in the day. Oh, two. It sounded like you were doing Borat though. Uh, they were like they were foreign, like foreigners. Oh, okay. two wild and the crazy guys. Maybe that's where uh, Sasha Baron Cohen got his Borat voice from. Maybe, but also maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, like we said, this is a one-off episode, so it's not our traditional, uh, what do you call it, our traditional... Traditional format. Format, that's the word I was looking for. Well, it's, um, it's becoming a, a traditional format. It is, but this one's a little different because it's a recommendation. It is. Uh, we were recommended by Be- by Becca to listen to The Heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. So yes. what do we do? We listen to it. Yep, because that's what we do. If you suggest it, we listen to it. You heard it here, you heard it first. You suggest it, we review it. Maybe. <laughs> and, and on that maybe on that note if you do recommend an album and there's a particular type of beer that you like let us know whenever you message us on social medias yeah as you may remember in the previous episode for the album that Nathan Heemstra recommended Sun Life by Cleanup yes yep. uh, we know that he liked uh, stouts so we had a big stout yes uh, this week we know that Becca likes sour beers so we got a, a, a juicy tart beer Yes, in her honor. We got. Uh, why don't we? Well, let's. Uh, let's me, talk about let this me, beer. Uh, oh, let me just. Uh, let me just. Uh, maybe. Uh, just maybe talk about what this is. Okay. Maybe we now, should. Maybe. Now, if you aren't familiar, Steve, with um, how you read this, it's not go say, because they're on different lines here. G O different line S E. For you people who can't see the can. <laughs> <laughs> it's set up where there's a G and an O, and then right below it is an S and an E. Yes, they're so, stacked on top of each other. So you might think it says "go say," "go say," but we all know that that's incorrect. It's, it's one word: goza, goza, which is, I believe, an old—is it a German style? I it's, would assume so. Because usually goza kind of a tartar like beer, and they there's tartar. sometimes funky flavors, and they put salt in it. Yes. Um, um, and so it gives it a weird, funky, tart flavor. And they can be really tasty, and they can be really weird sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm ex- really excited for this one. What's the brewery? The brewery is... Collective, Collective Brewing. Arts. Collective Arts Brewing. Collective Arts Brewing. I've never heard of them in my life. From Stowe? What is that? It's in Canada, but what is the VT? It's not Vermont, because that's not in Canada. That's Vermont. But look, product of Canada. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's just imported by that place. Yeah. 
Collective Arts bring Hamilton, Ontario. Ontario, Canada. This is from. I like Canada, so I'm probably gonna like this. Same here. Also, this is a limited release. Oh, okay. Uh, whenever I was buying this today, I saw that Collective um, Arts Brewing had quite a few different gozas. Um, so this is a limited release one, and and and, and it says that and it's in the copper sulfate. <laughs> But this one in particular. Where is that from? It's from Master of Disguise. And the Copper Sulfate. And the Copper Sulfate. <laughs> do yourself a favor and watch Master of Disguise if you yeah. haven't seen it. If you don't laugh, you do not have a sense of humor. Yeah. Well, it's actually not a good movie at all. But I it's, love but it's it. funny, though. Yeah. This well, this goes in particular, this limited yeah, release from back Collective Arts Brewing, is an ale brewed with blackberry, black currant. I'm not really sure what that means. Currant. It's a berry. Uh, lemon zest. I think. Coriander and Himalayan salt. What? That sounds so crazy. Yeah, the artwork's pretty cool. Also, it's a uh, it's a guy in a spacesuit doing DJing. a DJ set. Yeah, he's and spinning it looks some like, vinyl. And it looks like uh, that looks like Boba Fett's ship is yeah. like doing all the disco lights for him. That's cool. So um, he's uh, I'm I'm curious about this. We're he's playing we're, playing for the stars. <laughs> you want to give it a crack? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, let's give it a little crack and pour it into our glasses, and then cheers. Yeah. You already gave it a little crack. Okay. Oh, I, I can already tell this is a very colorful beer. Yeah. Um, oh it's my. like the, the just peering into the can. It's straight red. Oh. Looks like it's blood. And as I'm pouring it, it again looks straight red. Oh, it's like a red. nice magenta color. That's a very pretty beer. It is. And I don't use that word pretty very often. As often as you can use the term pretty for a beer, it would be this. It would be this. Yes. My goodness. I hope it's pretty delicious also. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's it's very... To, how do you explain this color? I would say that if you took Grimace... <laughs> I, I would say if you took raspberry jam no, and mixed it with Sprite. <laughs> no, I don't know what Grimace... Me I mean, Grimace from, from McDonald's? From McDonald's character. I was going to say, what, what are you... <laughs> okay. If you if you take grimace from the McDonald's commercials or I'm grimacing at this analogy already, <laughs> or their cartoons, and you drain him of his grimacy blood, this no. would be it. No, well, actually, maybe, maybe. Um, no, but if you just he spread, probably bleeds ketchup. You, I was gonna say if you spread ketchup all over it, then it that's terrible. It kind of the ketchup kind of mixes with this purple fur or skin or whatever it is and it turns this color because it's kind of like a it's like blood red it's kind of like blood red but it also has like a very nice little hint of like blackberry purple i like guess purple pink in the 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 foam on top of the head is is got a like a pinkish color to it also yeah it's, it's nice looking oh uh, it smells ever... like a goza or like actually i'm smelling the coriander you know if you have mm. like a, a blue moon you yeah. can you get that coriander that's what i'm smelling it smells really funky you want to give it a cheers and try it? I'm really it excited. Smells, it smells good, though. Yeah. As we always say, the magic key phrase, Shibbity Beep Boop Becca! Ooh, it's tart. Really tart. Whoa. But it's really fruity. It's really like good. Like, really blackberry. Like, it, it tastes like blackberry juice. Like, the actual blackberries. Not like a blackberry-flavored yeah. candy. Yeah. Like an actual blackberry. Yeah, and I think they must have squeezed out a lot of blackberries in this. It, this is delicious. This is really good. Very um, nice. I'm just waiting to try to figure out if I can taste. I can kind of taste the Himalayan salt right now. It kind of is like it's kind of like get a little bit of salt. It's yeah. like an undernote, if that's the right word. That's a, that's a good word. Uh, undertone. 
Undertone, yeah. Undercurrent? Undercurrent berry. I don't know. I was like, oh, I was thinking of leeks. I was going to say I thought it was an onion. <laughs> You're thinking of leeks? Yeah. I'm Instead not sure of, how what, that one. Currants? Yeah, I'm not sure how that one came to my I mind. I think, aren't current, currants just current, aren't they just berries? I don't know. Look up black current real quick. I'll look it up later. All right, well, either way, <laughs> this beer is pretty darn good. And as you all know, uh, the best social media beer app is Untapped. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, they do not sponsor us. But Steve is checking in this beer right now on Untapped. A great way to share to share your, your you beer know, going experiences. Remember what you had? See what your friends are having? Just live the ultimate dream. Live literally the, the ultimate, ultimate dream. dream. All right. That did sound like an ad, though, didn't it? Yeah, kind of. I mean... I kind of like that ad that we just made up. Live the ultimate dream. Untapped. Are you tired of... This old, same old boring dream that you've been having for so long, we know the feeling. <laughs> you lover of craft beer. You lover of craft beer. Well, you. now with Untapped, you can live the ultimate dream. I think that's probably what it would be. Live life untapped. <laughs> Ooh, that's classic. pretty good, isn't it? Yes. Well, anyways. Or drink beer. Drink beer. Untapped. Untapped. As we always do, if uh, the beer tastes different to us as it warms up, we will let you know. Otherwise, yes. shall we delve in? We shall. Again, we are going to be reviewing the heist from Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yes. <laughs> from As if it's not written right on your paper. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, uh, I guess a little bit of back, background. <laughs> on the on this duo. This, this hip-hop duo. Yeah. Hip -hop duo. Uh, this is their debut full length, but not their first release. Okay. Uh, they had an EP come out right before this, maybe a few years before this, called The Versus Redux? Or The Versus EP, something like that? Redu. Um, and it was, it got a, some uh, notoriety, is that the right word? So it garnered yeah. some success. Yeah. Got the ball rolling for them. They, okay. They got some, uh, some acclaimed notice. Um, so this kind of propelled them forward a little bit, enough to do a full length. Oh. Um, this album is 100% independent. Yeah. Uh, meaning that it was not done by a major label. Yeah. They funded it themselves, they produced it, recorded it themselves, which That's is crazy. Insane. Uh, and that independent album went in, on to win four Grammys. Wow. Uh, best rap, best rap song, best rap performance. Best Rap Album and Best New Artist, and they were nominated for an additional three Grammys, but they didn't. Oh my gosh. But still, wow. four insane. out of seven is pretty good. I would say that getting one is pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd say that too. Uh, but seven's insane. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, my first experience with Macklemore was at my cousin's wedding. Uh, she got married in Pittsburgh at, at uh, PNC Park. That's pretty cool. And after the uh, reception, all of us went to a bar across the street. Even the, the bridal party, so she went in her, her wedding dress to the bar. Uh, but as we were walking in, a thrift shop was playing. My sister's like, oh, this is Macklemore. I was like, who's that? Mm -hmm. and then it was a catchy song. I believe, I mean, that's the that's the one song that I really knew coming into this as well, mm -hmm. before I listened to this album. Um, and I feel like that's probably the one song that most people know, right? I'd say so. It, it's very, very popular. Yeah. Well, that was... I mean, like if you know one Macklemore song, it's probably this one. Yeah, and even if you don't know that it's by Macklemore, you probably have heard the song Thrift Shop. And I should technically be saying Macklemore and Ryan Lewis because they are a, a duo, but it's 
I'm going to forget and say Macklemore. So any of you hardcore did, fans, sorry. Did Ryan Lewis uh, make the beats? Yeah, he makes it, he made, he does all the production. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then uh, Macklemore does the vocals lyrics. and lyrics. Yeah. So a little joint effort. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I'll try not to forget. Yeah, but it's difficult. Yeah. They make good music together. Shall we delve in? We shall delve in. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, we shall. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so track number one is called 10,000 Hours. 10, whereas the Pittsburghers would say 10,000 Hours. 10,000 Hours. Um, I gave us four and a half out of five stars. I gave this four out of five. I thought it was a very good start to the album. You didn't do an interesting rating system? I couldn't think of any. Oh, okay. Well, and I was trying to do this while I was working. Oh, uh, well. Don't tell that's the co-workers. A, okay. Hey, Steve's co-workers, if you're listening, he was totally, totally doing this instead of working. Or well working. But yeah, <laughs> this is a great a great album opener. <laughs> I agree. I um, agree. It definitely is. Um, I kind of think, I believe that it sets up the whole album as well. I think so too. Um, at the end of the song, he says, "Welcome to the heist." Yeah, a little, little spoken word intro. Welcome to the to heist. The heist. Yeah. I, just, I like the message um, in the song too, though. Yeah, he's talking about how like they got all this fame, and he's, he's trying to say it's not an accident. I we we work real hard. Yeah, because uh, the old uh, what adage or proverb is that ten thousand hours. ten thousand hours is how long it takes to master. Yeah, and that actually an artwork, an art or comes from like a that. book called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Yes, and he, I think, is the one who coined the phrase or or the idea that it takes ten thousand hours to become a master at your craft or your field. Yeah, doesn't mean success, but it means you you need to at least put in that time if you want to succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, keep in mind the idea of the heist. We'll get we'll we'll get back to it at a later song. Yes, we will. Okay, moving on to track number two, which is called "Can't Hold Us." I gave this 5 out of 5, and it's an honorable mention. I gave it 4 out of 5, and it's not an honorable mention. No, I just think the song is really catchy. It really is. It's one of the singles. Um, yes. It did really well. Oh, sorry. It's called Can't Hold Us, featuring Ray Dalton. Yeah, he's the guy who sings them. There's, there's yeah. a lot of featuring artists on here. We don't... I Gotta mean, give them credit, bro. All right, I'll let you do that, because I didn't write any of them down. All right, all right. You say... Okay, yeah, well, we got this. Yeah. Uh, this song's super catchy. Uh, the melodic hook, like the the chorus, is more like one of the catchiest parts in the whole song. Oh yeah, uh, but even just the rapping is really good. He goes really, really fast. He goes very, very fast. The return of the mech. What it is? What it is? What it is? But he does he does a pretty good job at speaking clearly, so you can at least understand. Yeah, I was gonna say like I didn't I didn't have to look up any lyrics. Yeah, it's like I can hear everything that he's saying. Sometimes you can't hear it. Especially when they go light speed rapping like that, but he's really good. Especially when they jump into warp speed like that. Jesse and I covered this song once, believe it or not, at, was, at, was at I, MGN. Was I playing that? You well? played the bass. Oh, I did. It was You're for right. the the dance, whatever those people were. The, 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 the dance, dance. They wanted ladies. a mashup of this and Lights by Rihanna, so we did it. We had, yeah, tr- we had trumpet remember. players come out and do this. We had people rapping and singing. Yeah, that's and it actually like, turned what? out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I heard this song, I was like. Oh, that's yeah. this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good song, though. I like it a lot. It is, yeah. I like it a lot, too. Um, it's, um, I don't think it's a very deep song. Just do, fun. Do, 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 do. Night is the night. It's over, so we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. It's just like the ceiling can't hold us. Like, literally, it just seems like it's about having a good time. No, it's like, uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's about like him chasing his dream. Yeah. Of... Like being a rapper. Return of the Mac. Return, return of the Mac. <laughs> uh, moving on. 
Track number sure. three, which is called Thrift Shop. I gave five out of five, and it's an honorable mention. I gave it four to five, and I recommended it. Okay. It's, uh, like we said before, it's probably the most popular song. Well, probably, debatably. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's literally about him going to a thrift shop and buying cheap clothes that look cool. Yeah. Because why spend money on expensive clothing when you can and, yeah, and, and, cheap Yeah, and, and, and that's where, that's kind of the reason that I liked it is, well, not only is the music really, really catchy and pretty great, um, it has, well, it has a saxophone in it, so that's pretty cute. Cool. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but although it seems like a very, uh, I don't want to use the word shallow, but like the, it doesn't seem like a very deep song. I don't think so. I think it's just a fun song. Um, I believe that it is deep because I believe it connects to the song Wing Dollar Sign. Okay, I can see that. Later. Which we'll come to that later, yeah. Yeah, and that's... I would just call it Wings, but it has a dollar sign, but we'll touch on that Wing later for you. dollar sign, bro. Um, the only part <laughs> that I don't really like is the little child speaking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Macklemore! Hey, well, that part's not bad, but the part that I don't like is whenever he's like, uh, or he or she, I don't even know. Uh, Goodwill, popping tags. <laughs> I think it's funny when he um, says that. Popping tags. <laughs> it's just funny how he says What does he say? At the, I can't at the remember. End, he's like, popping tags. Yeah. <laughs> I think that part's hilarious. Whenever, whenever I would listen to that while I was working, I would, I'd always be like, <laughs> okay, <old kids. laughs> whenever, whenever that part would come on, it would give me yeah. the chills. <laughs> Anything else to say about that one? Um, No. It's a good song. It is good. And that's on. why I recommended it. To track number four, which is called Thin Line. I give it three yes. out of five. It's not my, my favorite. I gave it an honorable mention. Four to five. Interesting. Uh, Thin Line featuring Buffalo Madonna. That's the lady? Yeah. Guy. Is it a lady? Guy. Oh, who? Guy, whoever there's, sings there's on the guy who, who raps as well. Yeah. Um, I really like... I think it's pretty good content in this song. I like, I like, I'm not like the music very much, but I like the content because he talks... I think it's pretty much just about trying to have a relationship while being a successful rapper. Yeah. And how that's really difficult. Yeah. But he's still searching for, like, that relationship that has meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, Walking that I don't know about line. I don't know about you, but I really liked the keyboard tone in this song. Oh, I like the keyboard tone in the verses. I think in the verses, there's... I like the, some of the music better, if I'm trying to remember correctly. Because there was that... There's one part where I... I'm pretty sure Buffalo Madonna is the guy, other guy who raps. So if if this is incorrect, I'm sorry, everybody who loves this album. Sorry, Buffalo. And knows. Uh, but whenever Buffalo during Buffalo Madonna's verse, um, the keyboard has a really cool like kind of like walking passing tone line, and it's only for one bar, and it's so upsetting. You just really like that part. Yeah, I was like, oh man, if only they would have like. But give us something that. to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I really like that song though. Yeah, it's a good one. Yep. On to track number five, which is called Same Love. Yep. I gave it 4.75 out of 5, honorable mention. I gave it 5 out of 5 and recommended it. Is that your second recommend? Featuring Mary Lambert. Uh, you're going to do all the features. That's fair. That's my uh, second recommendation, yes. But the reason I want to say featuring Mary Lambert is because her part is like one of the most catchiest parts in the whole song. Yeah, she sings the, the chorus. Yeah, the cat, the hook. The chorus. And the song uh, talks about people who are attracted to the same sex and are looking for love. Yeah. And uh, the whole chorus is, is sung by that girl, Mary Lambert, is that what you said? Mary Lambert, yes. I keep wanting to say Miranda Lambert, but she's, she's a country I know. singer. That's why I was like, um, I wonder if it's a different Lambert. Yeah, but she sings the chorus, and it's talking about how she can't change even if she wanted to. I can't change even if I tried. 
I like the the verses a lot too. Like a lot of things Macklemore highlights. Yeah, I know. Like uh, he's like talking about. Like if I was gay, I would think rap hated me. Yeah, because of how liberally they use the word gay as a put down. The other f word. Oh, that too. Yeah. Um, Meaning lesser. Ty talks about uh, people being on message boards and like hiding behind keyboards and screens and like how we're being like desensitized to how we use language on keyboards on on, Mm -hmm. like computers or phones. And so it, it has a, I think it has, it has some of the best, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Con- not content, but like the best, the deepest, I'm oh, fine, whatever, deepest content in yeah, the songs. You can, you can, yeah. One of the deepest content in the yeah. songs. Some, 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 some deep the, lyrics. Yeah, some of the later ones are also pretty, pretty deep. Pretty deep, yeah. Yeah. Moving on to track number six, Make the Money. Yes. Make the money, don't let the money make you. <laughs> it's, I get it four to five. I uh, didn't recommend it, didn't honorably mention, but uh, I like the, the, the content in there. Um, talks about how he didn't become a rapper for the money. Uh, yeah. He said, if I wanted, if, if I wanted, I would have been a lawyer. If I wanted the money, I would have been an effing lawyer. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. But he talks about how money can definitely influence you when you're making it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're making it. And I think that's, I mean, that's true about anybody, right? Yeah. But uh, there's one line I liked. I don't remember off the top of my head, but he's like, I, he's like, I saw life, so I, I, I wrote it down. Yeah. Or something like, or I wrapped it for you guys or something like that. Uh, I wrapped what I saw. Yeah. Um, but it's a good one. Moving on to track number seven, which is called yeah. Neon Cathedral. Featuring um, Alan Stone. Featuring Alan Stone. I give it four out of five. Uh, I thought this was really well done, how I he wrote this song. really, really like this song. Um, you're talking about addiction. Four out of five, honorable mention for me. Okay, I, I almost honorably mentioned it, but I couldn't honorably mention all of them. Um, it's it's about like comparing and almost blending imagery of like a church service with a night at a dive bar. And yeah. kind of how that those bleed together. And yeah. the way that he blends the... The word choices that he uses to like meet like holy water was like with gin, like bathing yeah. in gin or stuff yeah. like that. And it's it's really cool how he did it, and it's talking kind of about him not doing what he should do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he calls. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that the neon cathedral is a bar. Yeah. So neon lights. Yeah, it's kind of. I really, really like this song a lot. Very well um, done. There's even some harmonies in the chorus that almost sound a little gospely. Hmm. The maybe harmony that part. Was, that was probably intentional. Maybe, or maybe they're just like the harmonies. But uh, probably intentional. Could be. I feel like most of the things they do are intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else on this one? Nope. Well, track number on eight. On to the worst song on the album. Bomb Bomb? Is that what it is? Bomb Bomb, featuring The Teaching. Yeah, I gave it two out of five. It's an instrumental, and I'm always harsh on instrumentals. It's an instrumental. The beginning, whenever I first heard this song, the beginning was kind of cool because it was kind of like a minimalistic piano part mm-hmm. of like repeated voices. So I was like... Oh, this could be cool, and then that went away within like five seconds. And I was like, oh, yeah. But there are cool elements in there. I'm just, I'm not a big instrumental guy. Um, neither am I. And I mean, like on a rap album, it seems almost worse, right? Maybe they're just trying to like put it right in the middle because this this does fall like right in the middle of the album. So maybe True. It's, maybe that's part of the heist. It's just just like the flip. You flip do a flip here. Just like, this isn't normal, and so we're doing it anyway because we're doing this solo. Why not? And they got yeah. no one to tell them no. There are some True. cool jazzy elements in there, but it doesn't do yeah, much. Yeah, and like, right. I mean, it is pretty cool, like, but I, eh, I don't know, I still just don't like it. Yeah, I, I usually skipped it. Same. <laughs> uh, moving on to track number nine, which is called White Walls. White Walls. I get 4.5 out of 5. Uh, I think this is a, also one of the catchiest songs on the album. Featuring Schoolboy Q. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh, this is another big radio it. hit. Uh, yes. Very successful song. And it's about a Cadillac and how it's like his dream car. I got that off black Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> I don't remember the lyrics. But. but this is another one of those songs where 
Um, whenever it got to that part, I was like, oh yeah, I know this song. <laughs> yeah, you knew more than you thought you knew. Yeah, just because yeah. I recognized the the hook, the chorus. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I like how he talks about, um, like I don't have twenty fours, like in reference to the rims. He's yeah. like, I just got those old wheels with a million spokes. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite line in the song is when he's talking about being from Seattle and how they don't have like how crazy cars. He says, he says there. Yeah, I'm from Seattle. There's hella Honda Civics. <laughs> yeah. Dot dot dot. But I really wanted this caddy, so I put in the hours. Yeah. There's a hell of Honda Civics. There's a hell of Honda Civics. <laughs> if I ever go to Seattle, I'm going to look for Honda Civics. I'll bet they're everywhere, dude. I like Honda Civics. I'm sure, now, I'm sure Priuses are everywhere up there, too. Probably. I'm moving on to track number 10. It's my first recommendation, 5 out of 5. Jimmy Iovine. This is the first one that you've rec- recommended? Yeah, I've, I've only done honorable mention so far. Yeah, I gave this one 4 out of 5. It's it's pretty darn good. And this is where the heist, the heist comes, comes back. into yeah. play. Yeah, because yeah, he's almost... It's... I feel like this is definitely based on a true like true events because it's about being courted by big labels. Yeah. But they kind of fictionalize it by like making him seem like he's gonna walk in to like steal a record deal. Like he talks about like hiding a gun in the paint can to sneak into the room. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is one hundred percent based on an actual meeting or meetings that they've had with with uh, major record labels. Yeah. And they specify Jimmy Iovine, who I think he's the head of Inter. Interscope Records, don't quote Is me he? on that, but he's he's a big uh, music executive. Uh, featuring Absol. Yeah. This song. <clears throat> but I don't really care as much for the music, but I love the content because they really talk yeah, about exactly. how you get screwed over by major label yeah. music contracts like he's saying like he the one scene where i believe Absol is is voicing the Jimmy Iovine character. Is that how you say his name? I think it was Jimmy I I think it was Macklemore doing the Jimmy Iovine. No. I think the other guy did the chorus. Maybe. Yeah, but it, when when he's talking about he's like, like, like the deal, yeah, he's like, "We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars, and he's after like, your shows, we'll need all that money back." Like, so it's a loan? No, it's more of a partnership. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's a loan, and that's that's literally what a record deal is. And uh, yeah. I like how they talked upon uh, the three sixty degree deal. I don't know if you know much about that. No. Uh, but ever since the this and this is a real thing. It's not just in this song. Uh, the 360-degree deal entails where the record label is entitled to a portion of all of your revenue, not just on the record. So they can take merch sales, oh, really? ticket sales, online sales, like and everything. That's 360 crazy. degrees of your revenue, they can put their hand in there and take a little bit too. Wow. Because they're not making as much money on recorded music, so they have to I get suppose. it from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, they said no. Yeah. And they took the independent route. Yeah. The uh, The last line is pretty awesome. Where he's like, I'd rather be a starving artist than succeed at getting effed. I know. <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Moving on? Yeah, moving on. Track number 11 was called Wings, but that S has a dollar sign. Um, Four to this, five. I get recommended. Five out of five, I recommend it also. It's great. Definitely about consumerism, and particularly yep. shoes. Yes, about... Or in, air- particular, in particular, or particularly about... Shoes. I guess you can't say in particularly... <laughs> This is in particularly about shoes. Is that a, a some type of negative or double negative or something like that? I don't know. In, in particularly. In, I was saying in in particularly. particularly. But you're, I think it's I think literally you're supposed to say in particular, particular or you're supposed to say particularly. Because you would say, how would you use in particular? You would say. Uh, I'm speaking about Nikes in particular. Or I'm speaking particularly we're, about we're Nikes. We're generally speaking about shoes, but in particular we're speaking about Nikes. Yeah. 
Okay. We're generally talking about shoes, but particularly Nikes. Yes. But you can't say in particularly because that doesn't work. T- I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't do grammar. We're not grammar <laughs> Nazis. Do I. You say in particularly. You guys do it. We don't care. It's on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this song is about shoes, and it, he's talking about like how awesome they are. And like how he got that Nike and how he could touch the no, rim they, and play. They like and then also find him as a child. Yeah, he's like, it's his favorite thing. And then all of a sudden he's like, and then my friend Carlos's brother got shot for his shoes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And it gets like real heavy real quick. Yep. And it's like holy poop. Yeah. Like, because I guess like back back then, like people's like they're like, people do love things shoes. Over shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um is he talking about Nike are Air Jordans Nikes? Yeah, Nike Air Force okay. Air Jordans. So yeah, okay. they're so expensive he, too. Yeah, like He's hundreds of dollars. Hundred bucks for a pair. Over of hundred shoes. pairs, yeah, hundred dollars for a pair. Um, and eventually he realized it's overpriced, like in their icons that are being sold to us for something we don't need. Yeah, We're being duped by the the corporations. Yeah, like he even so, goes on uh, later to say like these Nikes help define me, but I but I'm trying to take mine off. Yeah, trying to take his Nikes off. Yeah. Trying to. Figure out a new way to define himself besides yeah. what he owns or yeah. the shoes that he wears. And he even talks about, like, I spent 100 on those those shoes. Whoa, don't mess them up. Leave them in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's never going to play basketball, and I'm just going to... Yeah, they're, the they're shoes. Well, he says they're shoes I'm never going to hoop in. Yeah. I think it's um, a great song. But anyway, so that, I, that's why I said this song uh, kind of relates to uh, Thrift Shop. Because consumerism. Because consumerism. And, like, one of the lines in Thrift Shop, he talks about how these guys are, like, wearing Gucci t-shirts and, like, they're so awesome. And he's like, yeah, but that's, like, 50 bucks for a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he, like... 100, pair, 100 bucks for a pair of shoes. Yeah, and then he's, like, talking about how the guy was like, I'm going to totally pick up chicks with this Gucci t-shirt on. And he's like, yeah, but they're, you're, like, one of the other six guys who are wearing that same t-shirt in here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, what's the point? Yeah. So it really is kind of a good a good take on uh, how dangerous materialism can be. Agreed. Um, which is something that I don't shoot people over their shoes. That's not cool. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Don't even don't even punch them over their shoes. Just don't even take their shoes or don't even just everybody con- just, needs hey, shoes. Say, give them a nice compliment or don't say anything. How about if, that? If you're that desperate for shoes, just go get a five dollar pair at Walmart. Yeah. And draw Michael Jordan symbol on it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, you might get shot for doing that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, a different type of move, madness. Moving on, track number twelve, which is called A Space Space Wake. A Space Wake. Uh, I get four to five. Um, I think that's definitely some wordplay. Pronounced awake. Yeah, so it's uh, he's being like awake socially, or as we would say, woke. Uh, but it's also <laughs> like a funeral as, uh, wake. Yeah. So uh, it's wake wordplay. Yeah, yeah. You can mean both there. Yeah. Um, lots of social issues he touches upon on here, like racism, yes. um, uh, drugs, all kind of crazy stuff. It's a it's a great album. I mean, yeah. a, great a great song. song. Like, it gets really heavy, especially like that. Each chorus gets a little more heavy, I think. Yeah. And by the end, he's talking about how he's like, I want to say these things, but I don't want to alienate. I don't want to alienate my white fans, and I don't want to be like have my white conscious for like the, the black. Like I, I'm in a weird position where yeah, I, I want to say the truth, but I'm 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 scared. Because he at this time, uh, he, like one of the things that he talked about was. He's like, I really want to use hashtag um, R.I.P. Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he's, can't like do that. he's like, I don't know if I should do that because I'm like in a very strange position right now. Yeah, being a white rapper. Yeah, so yeah. that's a good song though. 
Very good song, yeah. Moving Definitely. on to track number 13. It's called Gold. I gave it 2.5 out of 5. Featuring 84 Fly. I think this is, other than the instrumental, this is probably my least favorite. Yep, same. Um, and I think it's put in between these two songs because uh, Awake and the next song starting over are very heavy songs, and this song yeah. is not. It's literally about him saying, I like gold. Like that's Well, it's, it's about him saying that... Um, the perfect world. Everything that Could be he, gold. Everything that he views is, is gold. Like, yeah. Everybody has... Drinking out of their gold can. Everybody, everything has inherent worth. Is yeah. Is what I think he's saying. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they sandwich this one between two real big tracks. Real heavy tracks. Yes, they do. Uh, which brings to the next song, track number 14, starting over. I gave it 5 out of 5. It's my last recommendation. Mm, yes. Um, this song's about falling off the wagon and relapsing on drugs. Yes, because uh, what's the story about this song? So he... On the, their he, first EP? The first EP... The, well, he, he had been clean for three years, before, and then he relapsed. Before writing this album. Before, yeah. before releasing this. Yeah. Um, and on their last EP, they had a song called Other Side... And yeah. that talked about uh, how he was addicted to something called lean. I think there's other words for it, like scissorp or like drink or drink or whatever it's called. Right. It's, it's like codeine and cough syrup and all kinds of stuff mixed together. Uh, but it's real bad. People have died on it. Um, like, it's, it's real bad. Wow. Um, and uh, so he, he used that song to kind of talk about how he got clean. And on this song, starting over, uh, he's talking about how He's like, I'm really ashamed because I used to, I, like, my sobriety was so public. Yeah. Like, if now that I've failed, everyone's going to know and, I, and they're going to call me a fraud. Uh, but not only did he, like, think about people calling him fraud, but he talked about, like, facing, like, his girlfriend and his parents. Like, yeah. the one line is, and you know what pain looks like when you tell your dad you relapsed and you look at him directly in his face. Yeah. And then he also says... Uh... I've never seen tears like this. All right, I haven't seen tears like this on my girl's face in a long time. Yeah, or something like that. So it's just it's heavy. And then later on, he he talks about going to an NA meeting, like a I think like a Narcotics Anonymous or something like one of those meetings, yeah, support groups. And like some girl comes up to him and, and talks about how she's got six months sober and how other side his song Help like her. helped her out so much. Yeah. And he felt so guilty, so he could only like look down and say thanks. I only have forty, like, because he only has forty eight hours only clean. Forty eight hours clean, yeah. but at that point, yeah. But in the end of the song, he kind of get there's a little bit of redemption because he says, "If I can be an example of getting sober, what he did for other side, then I can be an example of starting over." Yeah. So, so starting back on that on that yeah. uh, sober track. Yeah. Really good song. Really. It good really song. is. Um. So there's one more song. One more song. It's called Cowboy Boots. Uh, all I wrote was, no thanks. No thanks. It's, it's, I, it's kind of funny sounding. It it's is, got a banjo. It's really weird. It's, it's goofy. I think they just put it out as a joke. It's it's a song about reminiscing in the past and like what makes yeah. you happy. Being Time at a like, bar. Time slow and you're drinking PBR. That's why I thought maybe you'd like it because you love PBR. There's a banjo. It's, it's just weird. It's a funny song, but it's not it's my like, favorite. It's such a... a Throw from what's the phrase? Throw outside of left from field. Outside of left field. Yeah. yeah, it's goofy, but overall, I think this is a really good album. Um, I think he's like there's obviously some like goofy tracks that don't hold as much weight as others, but there's some really like deep like emotional stuff that yeah. he's, he's uh, put his heart out there. Um, really yeah. well done. And I was uh, I was fairly nervous about listening to this. And I was like, oh no, because you really only knew like the big songs, and you well before you you thought you only knew Thrift Shop, and so you're like, yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm not going to like this. But after listening to it, though, it's pretty darn good. It is. He has some really, really deep lyrics, and uh, 
And he can you... he can spit some rhymes if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but he's actually really good live. I don't know if yeah, you've seen videos. No, he's the only person I've seen who's ever used the entire uh, like stage on SNL. Really? <laughs> yeah, because normally people don't move at all. He was yeah. bouncing everywhere. Really? Like super high energy. That's pretty cool. If I didn't know he was sober, I would. I'd be... <laughs> you would assume that he was on speed or something. Yeah. I have a great album. Um, thanks for the recommendation, Tobeka. Uh, speaking of this, her, the sour beer that uh, we're drinking, wow. what do you think? I think it's still fantastic. It's still so good. Like, um, I think this is probably the most balanced sour beer that I've had. Does that make sense? Have you had the Victory Sour Monkey? No. Maybe I have. But, like, you know how normally you get a sour beer and it's either, like, way too sour. Or not sour or like at all. not sour at all. Yeah. This, this one's one is, like, the, the perfect amount of sour. And I think that addition to the, the fruit juice really helps. Yeah. It, and it the brings salt. it together. Yeah. So... You want to finish it off? Uh, yes. All right. Let's, uh, like we always do, we'll give our magic cheer. Uh, but real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need to recommend albums for next week. As we know, this is episode number 42. Um, the one that's coming out uh, next week is Modest Mouse and uh, Anti-Flag. Anti-Flag, yep. Which will be 43, which means the episode after that is 44. It's a uh, repeat week. Oh. Do you know what you're going to recommend for a repeat? Well, we'll we'll just we'll think about it, and at the end of next episode, we'll tell you. How about that? Because yeah. I don't know either. Ooh, <laughs> suspenseful. Suspense. Dun dun dun. What will they pick for episode forty-four? Tune in next week to find out, <laughs> and then tune in the week after that to actually hear it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's just sign off for this week then. All right, um, we're doing our special one-off cheers. Yes. This is a tasty beer. This is a tasty beer. Oh, thanks a lot, you guys. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Ty... Titus. <laughs> uh, this has been American Brews and Tunes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at our website, brewsandtunespodcast.com. It's the bomb.com. <laughs> that, it, that's not actually the whole... The whole, uh, yeah, it's just bruisingtunespodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. Not followed by thebomb.com. Yeah, I was hoping that they would just assume that. Alright. Peace! Alright, guys. Uh, bye! Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beebity-day!